Initiating update. Three, two, one, go. What is everyone? Welcome to the Nerd On Update, the show where we talk to you about all the things in the nerd culture world that we're excited for that hit the news. And and to answer your questions. To get us started, I am Josh. I'm Caitlin. Ali. And I'm Tom, followed by on our Source Connect. Corey. Yes, Corey is joining us from the interwebs. But yeah, let's get let's just get right into it. Mm-hmm. Hey Corey, what are you excited about? Okay, so this is something, there's a rumor going around uh, about E3 this year that has got me, uh, my interest a little peaked. Yeah. I am a big fan of the series Banjo-Kazooie back in the day on the uh, N64. Mm, Rare. Played both Mm. uh, Banjo-Kazooie and Banjo-Tooie and Conker, and Conker's Bad Fur Day. Uh, They have recently, Rare has recently invited a company called, um, uh, let me see here. Oh, my phone just shut off. Hold on, sorry guys. That's great. That's my notes. Well, I'm trying to also be under a blanket and on mic. I got it. Don't worry. I'm just commenting on the comment. Yeah. Rare has recently invited uh, first four figures. That's first and then the number four figures uh, to E3. And in the past, they have made collectibles for both uh, Banjo-Kazooie and Conker. So a lot of people are thinking there may be a new game coming out uh, Mm. for either of those series this year at E3. Mm. I'm holding my breath for Banjo-Kazooie because the last one we got was Nuts and Bolts. And that was uh, a bit of a letdown. I'll be real honest. Yeah, I I can see that happening. You know, Sea of Thieves is not as amazing as as active as they probably would were hoping it was. It didn't have the lifespan that they yeah. expected. Yeah. yeah, so it makes sense for them to want to venture into another territory. Re- but yeah, re- I um, reprise some of their stuff. I'm I'm interested to see in which which uh, consoles it'll come out for. If it's going to be an exclusive. Um, or anything like that. I, I for one, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for this, and I'm looking it'll probably be, to... it'll probably be like, um, just like Sea of Thieves, where it was like, uh, um, you, you could buy it once and have it for PC and Xbox. Mm. Oh, I would love that. Yeah, I would love. That. Did any of you guys play any Banjo Kazooie games? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, sir. Uh, no, sir. I did not. Oh man, Great games. Um, Eek-um, you know what's mm. fun is that we will be at E3 as press. We will. So. Yes, we will. That's why I'm so excited. And anyway, that's there. it for me. We can see it. Nice. Just a little bit of rumor I wanted to spread. Nice. Uh, I'll uh, I'll hop on that because it's video game stuff. I'm pretty excited because mm-hmm. the Division Two raid dropped uh, this past right. week, and I'm really excited because I really love the Division series. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, I have been. Have there been things that I'm like, mm, I don't like that. Yeah, but they've usually fixed them pretty closely to being like, oh, sweet. And Division 2 is yeah. just, uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, so the raid feature was something that when it was said that it was going to happen, it was always kind of like, well, Destiny does raids. In my mm-hmm. mind, I, I was kind of new to the raid world and what that was. And to this day, I've never finished yeah, the Destiny they, raid. They were, oh. they were the first to bring it to, um, to like a console shooter. To bring yeah. the raid, a raid to yeah. a console shooter. Yeah. Um, no, my team always drops out, so I've never finished a Destiny raid. So that's mm. fun. Aww. And this one, Just name the day. I'm, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah. Right. Tonight. Um, Let's do we, it. But yeah, Carry. essentially, it's an eight people team, mm-hmm. um, and it's like four sections with four different bosses. But the big news about it that I thought was interesting is that the console version of the raid was not beaten for three days. Mm -hmm. And the PC version was beaten, like, I guess in 24 hours or something like that, Mm -hmm. to the point where, like, the next day people were already speedrunning it. Yeah. And it brought to question of, like, potentially did they make the console version harder Mm -hmm. by 
by accident, but yeah. the developers have even said, no, we're just trying to tell you how strong you are. And maybe you're just yeah. not that strong. It's most likely the hardcore Destiny gamers are all on PC. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and it, there are, there is some, there is something to that. Like or division, there's rather. no, um, usually when you have a console shooter, there's um, a feature called auto aim. Yeah. Um, which helps you snap onto enemies. Yeah. Division has that, but it only does it, I think, like right when you aim. Yeah. It helps you lock you onto You have to unaim an and then aim. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't like help you snap to their head or snap to a crit yeah. spot, which kind of what console shooters what's do. What's interesting is that the, on that specific note, um, one of the the members of that team that did beat the console version, mm -hmm. they said, you know, in a lot of games, there is that auto-aim feature. Yeah. And sometimes it's like right to the head. Mm -hmm. Like it's like auto-aim, boom, right to the headshot. Yeah. And this nice. one, they're like, you know what? Just focus on the amount of damage that you do because mm. headshots aren't going to matter. Mm. But it's it's really raids are interesting to me, especially in this kind of circumstance, is because you really do have to rely on teamwork. You do really yeah. have to rely on communication, communication. Which communication. Is, I've gotten to play um, the raid a couple of times. Mm -hmm. It's it's really hard to listen to seven other people. Uh, yeah, that that's you know, I didn't even think about person, that. even six people can be taxing at times. Yeah. Uh, for Destiny, I forget you're a, context, a you're a major raider. Yeah, it, the thing that I found, <laughs> and if, if it helps you get any context, it, it becomes um, significantly uh, less chaotic and easier to understand. Because you guys learn how to once communicate. You, the... Well, once you are with a group of people that you play with all the time, because yeah. when somebody speaks, yeah. you just know their voice as opposed to oh, who said that, yeah. who's saying this, who's over there. Well, you start building a plan. You know, that's the. I mean, that's where the guilds come in. Like being yeah. someone who did play World of Warcraft for 10 years. <clears throat> uh, we would do things yeah. like, we have 25-man raids. Had, yeah, those big raids. Yeah. So you're talking about day. 25 different people trying to talk all at once, but you get the same group of people, you get your speech patterns, your dynamic, and all that. Mm. Yeah. So I'm excited about the raid. I yeah. think uh, I'm, I'm excited to get to to, uh, to try it. So, uh, yeah, Ali? And more gaming news. Uh, more gaming Josh. news. Uh, it's a big, it was a big week for gaming. Um, positive, mostly. Uh, and this one is another positive one, something that we never thought we'd thought we'd see um not quite exactly the news that we want to hear but it's it's a stepping stone and, and it's a big one and it is uh microsoft and sony jointly announcing that they're going to be yes. partnering for cloud gaming <sighs> wow but wink wink nudge nudge what they're part the what they're doing is not as exciting as the fact that they're finally starting to partner on things which is i think the bigger takeaway uh but specifically for this uh essentially you know a few weeks ago or a couple months ago Google dropped a pretty big bomb by announcing their their cloud gaming service, um, mm. uh, Stadia. And cloud gaming is still kind of has a bit of a stigma to it. Of course, the big issue with it is lag. And when you're talking about a Twitch shooter like uh, Destiny, I don't know, or Division. Oh, uh, interesting. Those precious milliseconds matter when yeah. you're in an engagement. And with lag, that essentially makes those games pretty much unpl unplayable. Um, although that was a big focus for for Google, saying that we have the bandwidth, we have the the data transfer capabilities to make it so that you don't um, feel the lag. And of course, for those who don't know what cl cloud gaming is, essentially is a a very over you know a supercomputer essentially is processing the game uh, over at Google and it shoots out a video to you, so you can literally like play the most complicated graphical game on your smartphone. Yeah, Nvidia you know, has that with GeForce it's now. Yeah, amazing. It's a pretty great concept, and it would save a lot of people a lot of money because they could make consoles a lot cheaper. 
you know. For hard drive space. We're getting into that territory. We have an Xbox One S that is currently on the market. That is a cloud gaming edition. Doesn't have a disk drive. And it's, I think it's cheaper. So that's just, you know, that's where things are headed if we want to make the consoles a little bit cheaper, more, more affordable, more affordable then that's a w- one way to go. We They don't have any specifics or plans with this announcement, but it's exciting that they're getting together. Looks like they're going to be using Microsoft's uh, Azure platform. And that's a pretty robust, pretty um, well-used platform. So we'll see, we'll see where it goes. But yeah. I'm excited for the announcement anyways. I like Tom stepping in with that retail language. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> more affordable options. <laughs> well, not anything to do with gaming and very much personal. I have been very excited about this like manga that's being turned into an anime called oh. How Heavy Are the How Much Heavy Dumbbells Can You Lift? I don't think they have an actual like great English name great. just yet. Yeah. But it's literally a show about a bunch of girls that go to the gym and work out the anime. Have you read it before? No, I okay. haven't. But just, just I'm, I'm hoping because as far as I understand the the concept and all of that, it's just about like this girl has body image problems mm-hmm. because she got called fat by a friend, mm-hmm. and now she's like trying to get so, you know into shape and be like a buff lady. But we'll get hopefully we'll get some body um, positive Im- messages. Hopefully, I know it's gonna be some edgy crazy, like yeah. sexy fan servicey oh, stuff. Sure. But but I'm hoping that overall the message will be positive and it's going to be a great great show. Uh, but they just announced the the cast and um, there's uh, information about the theme song, which is like "Muscles on a Guy," which basically means like like muscles, please. Oh. Yes. Um, uh, and oh, on a guy muscle, yeah. And um, it the show is going to come out on July third. I would love if the American localization is "Do you even lift, bruh?" bruh? Yeah. Bra. Bra. Bra for girls. Bra. Bra. Oh my god! Bra. I wow. I'm just I'm just stoked to have a like buff lady anime show. Yeah, definitely. Nice. That that isn't. I don't know. I'm sure that some of you guys don't know what Keijo is, mm. but it's literally like girls oh. fighting with their butts and boobs. I know what oh. Yaoi is. Fighting. No, like <laughs> like it so is Peach like in a, Super Smash. Yeah. Yeah, it's Peach, but they're wearing swimsuits. Why didn't we watch any of these on anime? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Ellie. That booty. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. Don't get me wrong. I I watched that. Maybe it's, that's how you get me into anime. Hilarious. No, Keijo, really? No, Keijo's Ollie. your intro to yeah. anime. I don't know. Well, anywho, well, I'm telling you, you never know. know. I'm telling you no. Okay. I, I'm I'm quite excited for a uh, dumbbell nankiro moteru. Okay, and Very good. Uh, wrapping up the news section, I'm going to talk about the most divisive. I think the the internet has been yammering right, about for go. the last few days. Uh, a report from Variety broke the news first. Um, an exclusive uh, report out of like Matt Reeves' camp, and Matt Reeves, everyone knows, did Rise of the Planet of the Apes series. Um, that Warner Brothers is slowly closing the deal on Robert Pattinson to play the new Batman mm-hmm. for the reboot for the DC Cinematic Universe or wherever the hell they're doing nowadays. Uh, but it's been pretty marred in polarizing comments, but also it's yeah. not really yet confirmed. Warner Brothers hasn't made an, like a, a, a formal response yeah. to it. But the and, internet has lost its mind. Yeah, and mm-hmm. also, but like Nicholas Holt is also a top runner right yeah. now. So the, right now the rumor is that Robert Pattinson is to close and he's like the top, top, top. Second would be Nicholas Holt. Um, but the internet, as we know, the internet does what the internet does. There's people who love it. There's people who hate it. There's people who want Kristen Stewart to be Catwoman. I think that's wrong um, oh. because that's I think oh, that's God. kind of the thing where uh, people in the internet are can't forget the things that happened 10 years ago and uh, completely yeah. ignored Robert Pattinson's acting career. And um, my little bit about that is that in the last 11 years, it seems that the internet hasn't learned anything because yeah. ever since the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we got Black Heimdall. 
and uh, we've gotten uh, a chunky or a, a thick Happy Hogan. Uh, we've gotten a Samoan Aquaman. We've had an Israeli Wonder Woman. Um, mm-hmm. But yet we're going to stop at a guy who plays a heartthrob in a, pre- a tweeny sh- a tweeny movie yeah. to be Robert, to be Batman. Yeah. Um, forgetting that he's had a career afterwards. And, that and it's been like a decade? It's been a decade. I well, mean, we also had Mr. Just... Mom being Batman, and everyone still says that Michael Keaton yeah. is the best Batman comparatively. Mm-hmm. So, so we've also like got the same thing with Batfleck, and we got the same thing with Heath Ledger's Joker. Yeah, uh, I, I, I was in the camp of when I heard... Uh, my experience with Heath Ledger before was Knight's Tale and 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. So when he was cast as Joker, I was like one of the people going around, are you kidding me? What is this? But since then, I have learned to just shut my mouth and wait for it to come out. And like, yeah. there's a difference between knowing. Like, I'll be honest. If they said Kristen Stewart, I know her acting as as far as quality goes, not stoked. But yeah. Robert Pattinson has proved himself to be a good actor, and maybe he doesn't fit, quote unquote, fit the role. But I'm gonna wait till it comes out to make my judgment. And I would say yeah. like this: when people said like, "Oh, Ben uh, Ben Affleck doesn't look good," like everyone shut up when they saw the still. Everyone saw, shut up when they saw the black and white still of him next to the Batmobile. Because yeah, you yeah. had the first time of the black and gray suit. And we haven't even seen a still of it. We, we're just using our, I'm going to say, this? Our, our bad imaginations to go about it. To take this in a positive direction. Yeah. Uh, people like me who have only other, the only movie of his that I've seen is uh, Goblet of Fire. I haven't seen Twilight or anything great, like that. Man. Yeah. Yeah. What? But that's it. So if I was somebody that wanted to maybe Cosmopolis, uh, Cosmopolis, Cosmopolis. Okay. You see, it's a Cronenberg film, so it's very like crazy and like almost like DMT trip. But like he he's pretty much like going through a night and he he's going through all these crazy things that happen to him, and it shows that he's got range. Mm -hmm. And I would say the same thing with Kristen Stewart. Like a lot of people forget that like afterwards she got an award for for uh, a film that. Or premiered internationally that hasn't been awarded in 40 years. Okay. So it's oh. like, okay, everyone, we get it. Like, yeah. you can have your opinion, but, like, my point is, like, we got an old Hank Pym, which is not from the, like, from the comics, we don't see that. We have been able to get Vin Diesel as Groot. We got MJ, who's black. We have Peter Dinklage, who plays a giant. We have Thanos, who's a more likable character than most characters in Infinity War. We have Thor, who has cheese whiz in his veins. We've had Tilda Swinton as the ancient one. Yeah. What's yeah. the disconnect? And yeah. so those are the kind Scarlett of things. Johansson yeah, so, oh. as an Asian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's things like that where it's like everyone, I know, I think uh, for the fans, for everyone at home, like, yeah, like, let's see what happens. It's, I think it's definitely cautious. Like, for me, the whole Heath Ledger as Joker is an old uh, and useful uh, excuse, but I'm trying to give you other excuses. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to yeah. give you other hope that, like, we've had two red skulls. Oh, no, I agree. Had, I'm just saying that's where it started. We've had a six foot seven dude play Wolverine who's four foot nine. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, people can take the roles and change them to their their better yeah. ways. And one it's thing way about it's wit- written. One thing I learned about uh, Ledger was that, you know, it clearly, um, you know, it, it was, it was, there, there was a vision that we hadn't seen yet. And then it takes for you to see that first still to really understand like, oh, okay, this is the direction. It, I would just say just so, yeah, the last part open. just to wrap this all up. Um, it's tough. And I think everyone's opinion is definitely valid. It's kind of like you can't hate something before seeing it, but that means you also can't be excited before seeing it too. So yeah. it's hard to just kind of put a judgment before we even see what happens. Yeah. So it's hard to say this is completely wrong or this is completely right. And I know our Facebook fans uh, on our Facebook completely blew up. So that was really fun to read. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, I mean, two two movies that I would say of Rob Pattinson would be a Good Time from 2017 and a recent one, The Lighthouse. That apparently okay. is going to be his like 
crowning achievement. Yeah, he's, he has a film with Nolan soon, too. So it's mm. yeah. Wow. yeah, I saw that. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so now we get to move on to questions. Let's do it. From questions. our audience. To explain it a little Ooh. bit, uh, the update, which you are listening to currently, like we said, we split it between news and questions. If you would like your uh, questions answered, send an email over to questions at nerdon.tv. There's a little bit of an asterisk that I would like to add here. Our patrons over at Patreon, those that are a part of the Nerdon Nation, boom, boom, they get um, kind of special access to questions. Mm-hmm. If they send questions in, they will get answered at some point. But there will be, of course, a um, an outlier, somebody from our main listener pool. And we'd love to get those. So questions at nerdon.tv. Mm-hmm. Start off. What's the first question? Yes, maybe? the first question is from our listener, our patron, Boom Knight. You get to go to dinner with one actor. Who is it and where would you go? Uh, who wants to start us off? Corey? Yeah, I had a feeling you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I Just to, for the sake of difference, I, I answered in, in the last week's update. You can check that out. Uh, I answered Sam Rockwell as my favorite actor. Um, and I would absolutely go to dinner with him. But for the sake of change, um, I would probably say... Ian McKellen. Mm. Um, That's a good one. Nice. I think that would be my my. I'd I'd like to pick his brain and talk about because you can talk about movies, you could talk about X Men, you could talk about theater, you could talk about Lord of the Rings. Like, where would you go? Oh, where New Zealand? Uh, anywhere like anywhere I don't know, New Zealand? Any, any, uh, any, any restaurant. restaurant? I don't I don't I don't think I have a specific place in mind, but like, mm-hmm. I that's someone who him and Patrick Stewart are on this level of people. I would love to have a conversation with because I think they will go down in history. They already kind of are these these kind of like almost mythical type of of, of celebrity and, and actor within the acting world. Mm-hmm. But I think they will go down as some of the greats like like a Cary Grant or a Marlon Brando. I think you're going to have Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart up there as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Nice. Caitlin? I would say Dwayne The Rock Johnson uh, and we'd go for sushi. Oh, man. Nice. Yep. That'd be a good one. He'd put away some sushi. I know he can. And I would want to try and meet him piece for piece. <laughs> oh, I good would luck. probably give a run for I his money. I would fail. You would fail. <laughs> but <laughs> I would try. Ooh. And everyone and, would laugh. And I, there would be a lot of, you know, I want to talk to him about his wrestling career and how he transitioned from that. And he seems to have loftier goals than where he is now as well. So I'm, yeah. I, I would be very interested to pick his brain. Love to suck that motivation out of his brain. Like oh. the way there that he is. just like there talked to me. There it is. Out of your brain. Yeah. Right. Like, Josh, how your your <laughs> Josh, your actor? Why? The uh, words. Jeff Bridges, oh, In and Out. Oh, I would totally take him to nice. In and Out. They got good burgers over they there. Do. They did. But, good fries. Uh, how dare got you? Good fries. Newspaper that lied and said they were the worst fries in LA. Um, I he just seems like a real cool dude, mm-hmm. and I've seen interviews with him, and I have yeah, I just would love to hang out with him and just talk to him because he just he's not just an actor; he's just a really cool dude. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. Uh, for me, it would be Kevin Smith at the Veggie Grill. Nice. That's like his, you guys are both vegan boys. That's or his spot. Healthy. I'm not a vegan, but that's his spot. But apparently, I think I think it was Veggie Grill that he said it makes a really great uh, like fake meatball sub mm. that you can't like distinguish. So we'd go there, have a couple of meatball subs, and talk about his whole career. He'd be doing all the talking, of course, but yeah, like like, I just want to listen. Yeah, I just want to listen. Just listen uh, and eat a meatball private sandwich. Little HBO special. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. Um, for me, I was thinking I was like, there's been a lot of celebrity girls that I've met that I never asked out, and I regret this to this day. But uh, for the question, um, <laughs> oh my goodness, maybe that's a new question for y'all. Um, but for this question, actually, I'd pick Jason Momoa. 
Okay. And I would go to a, a bar in Sacramento called DeVere's um, that has Guinness on tap um, because oh. Guinness is his favorite beer. And I would want to talk to him because he, I think he's a really chill, positive-ass dude who's got, like, the love of his life and just loves life. Mm-hmm. But he also loves to drink. And even though he's got that sexy-ass bod, you know, he works, like, twice as hard to burn all that Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm like, I think he could definitely put away some fucking kegs. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I would love to do that shit. I just love to frat out so with So you them. want to get drunk with, with Jason, Aquaman. Yeah. And then throw <laughs> axes? Are yeah. you shitting my nuts? I would love to do that shit. <laughs> yeah. Next question. Next question. We could pick an activity for afterwards. Yeah. That was a great question, by the way. That was super. Yeah, that was fantastic. Okay. This comes from our listener, Dana P. If you committed a crime and your punishment was to be tied up in a chair with your eyelids held open, what film (laughs) would you have to watch on repeat as torture? I have mine. Uh, let's do the reverse order. Caitlin goes first because it on. sounds like yeah. I threw my hair tie out of anger because I already knew what my movie was. It's yeah. Hot Rod, and I hate it. Okay. Oh. The first time I saw it's fine it, fine being wrong. I that I, okay. Good for you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Opinions are like assholes. <laughs> Everybody's got one. All levels of wrong are welcome here. Um, but yeah, even the first time I saw that movie, I don't know why, but it made me so angry, so angry. I've never had that response to a movie before, like, and if I. I can't explain it. Just okay. all of the the. I know it was a comedy. Yeah. I knew that the logic leaps were obviously weren't supposed to be there, but for some reason I was just like, "Why?" You just were like, "Fuck this Do movie." You, yeah. Have the you seen Dumb and Dumber? No, I have not. And I know don't. I'm I'm probably gonna struggle yeah, don't. when I do. Yeah, they do the opposite of what everyone would do as a normal person. Great. Yeah. <laughs> um, you don't handle dumb well. Here's the thing: Hot Rod is one of my favorite comedies, and I get it. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to say I get it. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. And Josh? <laughs> Hashtag unpopular opinion, Grease. Oh, yeah, that's oh, true. That's right. I, I just I, I, I just can't. I, okay. I've tried. I, wow. It was actually in my senior high school. Um, in my high school, they always did the senior musical. Of course. And I don't know what it was about my class, but they fucking loved Grease. And maybe it's that. Maybe it was just it was nailed in my brain. Forever and ever and ever. You should love it. Well, it was that, and the songs were everywhere. Like in my class, my generation, like they were everywhere. And I think I just, I I can't. I like Grease 2 more than I like Grease. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I know. Like I said, hashtag unpopular. I'm going to say, everyone at home, this is all an asterisk. We don't hate, but we just really dislike. Strongly dislike. You know what I'm saying? Huge. Hey, this show, all about love. This show is all about about love. love. Uh, If you want to love Grease, do it. Please. Ollie, Ollie Oxfree, talk about my favorite movies. My wife loves Grease. Uh, I would probably actually have to pick... um, No, because that would be cheating, kind of. Uh, I guess I'll have to pick... Because we were talking about this earlier. Like, I didn't... I don't really have movies that I... I haven't seen movies that I don't like. Like, I just don't see them in the first place. Uh, Because you just already know? Because I know... And and if I'm being closed-minded in that sense, and, like, I'm missing good movies, then then I've probably missed a ton of great movies. Yeah. This is true. But Very true. For the purpose of this question, I guess we'll just have to go with. Um, uh, I'll go with Justice League just to shake it up a bit. God damn it! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> Out of Holy. all the things that we've rated and been on the show, and you're like, it's the one that's kind of like it's not, it's not, it's close to my heart because it's like I, I I still love DC, but man, yeah, I, I get it. There's man. part there's there's several parts of that movie that are like cringeworthy to me, oh, and, and like, but yeah, proud of you, Tom. Um, for me. Uh, unlike Ollie, you know, going to film school, I have had to watch a ton of movies that I just like so frustrated with, and it's but it's to me it's part of the process, right? You know, like 
pain and gain. You know, yeah. you have to go through it. But one film, and there was a time where I was like watching a new film every night because I was like, I can't watch the same movies over and over again or else I'm going to just get, you know, echo chamber and mm-hmm. uh, cognitive dissonance. Um, but mine is Rubber. Uh, for everyone at home that doesn't know it or everyone that's here, it's a 2010 film, drama <laughs> fantasy, uh, that a car tire comes to life with the power to make people explode and goes on a murderous rampage through California but desert. But it's so good, what? Tom. I absolutely just like, as a human being, like, someone put $500,000 to make yeah. this movie about a tire that moves around, has sex with people, explodes people, what? and then there's this like voyeurism, cinematic. I get it. I get it. Wait, guys. wait, wait, wait. Oh, stop and back up. The tire has sex with people? Yes, it does. And it kills people. I and regret learning this. It's like, I'm just saying, y'all or, watch some bad films. Oh, like, I'm not saying it's terrible. It's got a higher run to me score than most films. I mean, out is there. it Trolls 2 bad? I think Trolls 2 actually has a narrative. <laughs> you know, this is like, why it's am I watching this? Why am I watching this the entire time, the movie? Um, but go on, uh, Court. La La Land. Um, wow. Yeah. Oh. I, I actually, that's, a, that's, a, that's a close second. I yeah. love that Good things about I it. I love that movie. Yeah, that's fine. That's I, fine. Uh, All the love here. Just, but not, just not for Corey. Yeah. That's fine. I yeah. gave me a lot of anxiety, and I didn't... Uh, don't like the the stories that both the characters have to tell, and I don't like the message of the film, and I don't agree with the message of the film that you can either have your dream or you can fall in love or you, you can't have both. It's mutually exclusive. It's not you can have a yeah. You can have yeah. So like either you give up everything you care about to achieve your dream, or you live hollow and achieve your dream. And I think that's bullshit. Cool. Um, I also don't think that telling a story about a white guy saving jazz is the greatest idea either. So. Uh, Ali has something. Yeah. I know the movie that I saw that I hated. Well, oh. uh, did, highly disliked. No, hated. Highly okay. Disliked. Okay. Wow. wow. Uh, Black Dahlia. Uh, I, oh, I, yeah. This is the only movie that I have actually gotten up and left the theater. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I really disliked it. Mm. I will also say I know we're talking about highly disliked, and La La Land is the only movie I will ever say I hate. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Next it's question. It's the only one. Only one. Um, third question. Last question. Final question. Coming from our listener and patron, Jeremy M. He says, what comic book story arc would you like to see made into a movie or series that hasn't already been made? I have mine. Go ahead. And I will start it. Yes. It's actually a new story arc that I just think is so dope. My Hero Academia? (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) No. Uh, <laughs> that pause was beautiful. Uh, it is DC Deceased. Oh, yeah. I would... Talk about it a little bit. Basically, it's the heroes we know and love. and uh, from like the From DC. And they're fighting zombies. Oh. And there's actually... I mean, there's a much bigger, like, thing about it that I don't want to give away. But just essentially superheroes and zombies. I'm a sucker for a zombie thing. I don't know why. I just dig it. Mm-hmm. Um, I get into no, zombie stories. No. No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Carl. I just, I love them. Um, so this, this just sounds like gold to me. Mm-hmm. I would, I would love to see this made Money into something. Money left on the table. Yeah. Just get, take my money. I'll watch it. What do you want? I want um, Astonishing X-Men. Oh, okay. Um, I would story? stay away. I don't know. I, I would just stay away from the Cure storyline. Okay. I think that's in the first one. Um, because that's kind of what X3 sort of ripped. So I would stay away from that. Adapted. But I really like the cast. Um, that cast of X-Men. 
Okay. So I would like. I think it has. I think it's like Colossus, Kitty Pride. Mm. Um, you got the two already, baby. I mean, those two are fantastic characters. Yeah. So I would want them. But it also has Cyclops. It has um, uh, Beast, Wolverine. Storm. I think it does it have Storm. Typically, that's it good. has um, what's her face, all white. Uh, Emma Frost. Emma Frost. I think it's a good cast. Okay. Hmm. Uh, for me, uh, going along with the DC side, um, actually, I've been reading Heroes in Crisis. Mm-hmm. And Hero in Crisis is really cool. It's a mini series created by Tom King. And pretty much there's this uh, co- combination of Bruce Wayne's money because he bankrolls everything for the Justice League, like Tony Stark, um, and Kryptonian technology for Sanctuary. What it is is for heroes and even like anti heroes like Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn, to go to a place to get rehabilitated. Um, because that's what I really like about so far this run with DC is that like they're really trying to tell the heroic stories in Justice League, action comics, X, Y, and Z, but they're telling a lot of the human stories in Batman or in like, nice. these off mm-hmm. stories. And um, there's a murder mystery that happens, and it's kind of dealing with a lot of the implications of like, hey, they just saved everyone, but they also witnessed the carnage of like 40 people dying. And at the end of the day, these heroes are still human. Um, and there's a great panel of Batman where it takes up a whole page and it's a, it's a three by three. So nine panels mm-hmm. uh, and they do testimonies. They do like video testimonies that get erased, um, after the day so that no hmm. evidence is out, but then to find out that the evidence actually spread over the world anyways. Oh. But Batman has a point where he's like, has his, you know, cowl on. He said, he just looks at the camera and it's just like emptiness. And at the very end, he just like holds in tears, puts his hands in his eyes, and then says, I'm sorry, and just walks off the camera. Because, huh? like, it shows how he actually has to start, he has to Damn. deal with it. And they do the same thing with Superman. So they do the same thing with Wonder Woman. And it's, like, phenomenally done. It's, like, a really great emotional piece. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, nice. Cool. Corey? Tom already knows my answer. It's uh, God Loves, Man Kills. That's right. It's uh, God Loves, Man Kills, X-Men. Uh, it's probably one of the. It probably is the greatest X Men story that I've ever read, from my personal taste. Uh, I think it treats all the characters really well and kind of exemplifies what X Men has kind of always stood for in mm. all in one story. And you get probably. Uh, I've always liked Magneto, and Tom always speaks very highly of Magneto. But I think this is the story that I really was like, oh shit, that's why he's a great villain. Um, I, I, want, I don't want to spoil too much. I know we're doing an episode on it later on this year. Uh, but if if I had one wish, it would be to make that almost page for page uh, recreated onto the screen. Uh, it's got same thing. It's got uh, Kitty Pride. It's got Wolverine. It's got Colossus. It's got Nightcrawler, who's my favorite X Men of all time. It's got Storm, Cyclops, Magneto, uh, and it's all about um, Stryker and his crusade against against the X Men. And I think it's extremely relevant, even more relevant today than it was in the last 10 years, um, and probably the most relevant it's been since it was written, uh, which, of course, you can't top that. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's that's my my vote. Nice. Kaylin? For me, it would be The Mantle, which mm. we actually read for the podcast. It was episode 73. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ed Brissom. Shout, mm-hmm. shout out to uh, Image Comics as well. Um, but, yeah, The Mantle is like, basically, you get power that you don't want, and then you have to be the hero um, that you I, didn't ask for. That you didn't ask for, didn't want to be, and you have to deal with all the responsibilities that come with the mantle of being the superhero. And I think especially because it deals with um, uh, what it is to be human and then have powers. And also not the lead's necessarily, a woman. Not, well, yeah, the, the lead's a lady. And, um, and also people that are not necessarily uh, mainstream society. Like they're, they're kind of... 
the junkies. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, yeah, it was a very very interesting story, and I think that would be it would kind of help with some of the superhero fatigue that the we disenfranchised all have. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But nice. yeah, that's my pick. Speak for yourself. I have no hero fatigue. Okay. Same, <laughs> same. Well, you are a superhero, Corey. Oh. Um, well, thank you Speak so much for, for <laughs> everybody at home. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you are new to the NerdOn world, check us out. NerdOn.tv. We have our regular show, Nerd on the Podcast, which posts uh, every Thursday and sometimes more. And then this show posts weekly on Fridays. And we have our other show, the first Monday of every month, Trope Time, hosted by our friends Nikki and Izzy. But yeah, thank you so much for listening, sharing with your family, your friends, all that good stuff. Stop by Apple Podcasts, drop us a review. But yeah, thank you so much. You know the drill, as always. Nerd on! Nerd on.